0: You're listening to Let's Talk Cuyahoga, a podcast that explores county initiatives and pulls back the curtain to reveal the work and the people who are driving Cuyahoga County forward. This is a special episode of the podcast with an announcement about the first initiatives proposed for funding using the American Rescue Plan. You'll hear from the county executive, County Council President Prunell Jones Jr., Cheryl Stevens from County Council District 10, and Meredith M. Turner from County Council District 9. Here's County Executive Armin Butish.
1: Hopefully we're coming to the end of the county's worst crisis in memory. During the last two years, COVID's attacked the health of thousands of our residents, killing more than 3,600 of our family and friends. It's forced the closing of businesses, the loss of jobs, and the interruption of education for our kids. It's caused many to go hungry and threatened to create a tsunami of evictions. To put it simply, it's been a very, very tough two years for our residents. But thanks to the great resilient people of our region who pulled together in this time of crisis, we've come through it pretty well and better than most counties in the country. Now we're ready to spend a lot of money to bring the county out of the depths of the pandemic and to transform our future. Mahatma Gandhi said, the future depends on what we do in the present. Well, we are ready to roll. The county's receiving almost $240 million from the American Rescue Plan Act called ARPA. We've not allocated any of those dollars in our regular budget, so it's all there. For almost a year, we've carefully studied the law, spoken to experts, and learned from our colleagues around the country about how the funds may legally be used. On January 27th of this year, just two months ago, The federal government issued its final rules explaining how ARPA dollars may be spent. At the same time, we've been carefully considering how the funds should be spent to maximize benefits for county residents now and into the future. We solicited input from the entire community for this. We invited residents and local organizations to submit their ideas, suggestions, and proposals. We created a website to make it easy to submit suggestions, and we received over 500 submissions from the website alone. We also spoke with dozens of local groups, nonprofits, businesses, and organizations, and we received many, many other unsolicited ideas and proposals. The community response has been overwhelming. Each of our county departments submitted ideas and requests. And let me tell you, we have a smart, passionate, creative group of employees. I also invited a number of community leaders to help brainstorm how we might use ARPA dollars to truly transform the county now and long into the future. The group met regularly for months and put in many, many, many hours of work. I wanna thank them by name. Beju Shaw, who helped lead the group, Ron Richard, Dave Abbott, Ray Leach, Dave Gilbert, Brad Sellers, Bill Kaler, Kathy Belk, Brian Stubbs, E.B. Holst, Marsha Maccabee, Janice Contreras, Bethia Burke, Courtney Kishba, Matt Carroll, Bill Mason, and Amy Butish. Thank you all so much. Most important, I want to thank Council President Purnell Jones and County Council members and staff for their close working relationship in developing and refining our plan. This has been an extremely collaborative effort. As I said, the community has come up with many proposals. In fact, the dollars requested far, far, far exceed the resources available. And I thought $240 million was a lot of money. So we've done our best to review all the requests to come up with our plan trying to balance the needs of today and the goals for tomorrow. For those who do not get what you hope to receive, please understand we're doing our best. And there is some flexibility in the plan. For example, we're not currently allocating more than $50 million, setting it aside for the next executive and council. Beginning this week and for the next several weeks, we'll introduce our plans for the ARPA funds, Each initiative will be submitted to County Council for their careful review. So let's get started. I'll turn it over now to Council President Purnell Jones to talk about our first initiative.
2: For us to grow and attract and retain businesses, we need to clean up contaminated land and turn it into job-creating spaces. This has been a priority for the county for many years. In years past, we put tens of millions of dollars into cleaning up properties but the need remains. The Ohio Department of Development has made money available and there's been tremendous demand for it. The state program requires a 25% local match. Because this is so important, we are proposing to provide an additional $5 million to Brownfield remediation. That combined with this state funding should bring $25 million more to the counties to turn even more contaminated property into clean, usable land. Property owners, municipalities, and developers interested in receiving this funding will be able to email brownfieldinfo at CuyahogaCounty.us to work through the funding process with our Department of Development.
0: And now Cheryl Stevens from County Council District 10 talks about ARPA funding for the Greater Cleveland Food Bank.
3: There are too many hungry people in Cuyahoga County. More than one in five residents turned to the food bank and partner agencies, and the pandemic just made it worse. With the increasing demands, the food bank is out of space. A new storage and distribution center is needed to receive and store more food, produce meals, and distribute healthy food. To meet the needs of our community, the food bank is building that new distribution center with a larger kitchen, more freezer space, and they will convert the current building into a food pantry with wraparound social services. The entire project will enable the food bank to better serve our community. It will cost $40 40 million, and we are proud to propose contributing five million to make this ambitious project a reality. This is in addition to the million dollars we give for food from the food bank annually for the benefit of the Hunger Network pantries.
0: With information about funding for COVID 19 testing and contact tracing, here's County Executive Armin Butish.
1: The health and safety of our residents is our number one priority. We've partnered with the County Board of Health to ensure that testing, tracing, and vaccinations are available to everyone in the county. We're proposing to give our Board of Health $1.5 million in ARPA funding to support their outstanding COVID work. This includes community testing, vaccine distribution, contact tracing, and additional operating costs.
0: With more on ARPA funding for grant writers, here's Meredith M. Turner from County Council District 9.
4: As the executive mentioned earlier, the county is getting $240 million in ARPA funds. That's fixed. But the federal and state governments are making a lot more money available for specific purposes. We're talking about millions of dollars, and that money is generally offered on a competitive grant basis. To enhance our opportunities to obtain additional funds to address things like transportation, energy, violent crime and housing, we need help. So we're proposing to spend $150,000 in ARPA funds for two temporary grant writing positions using existing county vendors. Our hope is that this relatively small investment may generate a very significant return.
0: With ARPA funding for the inmate vaccine plan, here's County Council President Purnell Jones Jr.
2: Inmates in jails and prisons around the state and country have been particularly at risk of contracting COVID due to their close living quarters. In fact, hundreds of inmates around the nation have died. We've been particularly successful in protecting inmates from COVID. In Cuyahoga County, only one inmate has died in more than two years far less than the general population. One plan that works to protect inmates is to encourage vaccinations with incentives, like $50 in phone cards, remote video visits, or commissary food items. This program has been really successful, leading to 442 fully vaccinated inmates. The Board of Health has told us that vaccines are the best protection against COVID. So we see this as a valuable program worth continuing. We propose to allocate just over $500,000 for this incentive plan.
0: With more on personal protection equipment in the ARPA funding, here's Meredith M. Turner from County Council District 9.
4: Our final COVID-related funding allotment is for sustaining our storage levels of personal protective equipment, or PPE. Our storage facility at the Harvard Garage has been a great resource for Cuyahoga County agencies and external groups in need of PPE. We are proposing to allocate $750,000 through ARPA funding to maintain our PPE inventory. While many people no longer need to use PPE due to low COVID numbers and being fully vaccinated, those who work in a healthcare setting or with seniors or children are still commonly required to use PPE. The pandemic has shown us that we never truly know what the future will bring. So our best course of action has always been to stay prepared.
0: With more on ARPA funding for youth emergency placement, here's County Executive Armand Butish.
1: One of our chief responsibilities is to keep kids safe Maybe a child's abused or neglected at home and can't stay with the family. Or maybe a kid is out of control and the parent just can't maintain the child at home. There are a number of reasons why a child might wind up with our Division of Children and Family Services. Sometimes the police pick up a child and bring him or her to our office at the Jane Edna Hunter Building. Our staff immediately tries to find a temporary emergency placement with a safe caregiver. And that can usually be done within a few hours. But a small number of kids can't be placed quickly. They tend to have experienced extensive trauma and have more specialized needs, including developmental, mental health, and behavioral health care issues. On occasion, kids have had to stay overnight in our office building, sometimes even a few days or nights, and that is bad. No children should be staying overnight in an office building, none. So we're working with partners in the county's child service system to invite proposals for safe and secure placement solutions so that we can meet the children's needs, not in an office building. The RFP is going out in the next few weeks. We're proposing to use ARPA money to pay the added costs to properly protect our children.
0: With more on ARPA funding for capital IT improvement, here's Cheryl Stevens from County Council District 10.
3: The county's IT infrastructure is critically important and constantly in need of improvements and changes. To ensure the county continues to deliver services to residents and meet industry's best practices, as well as audit recommendations, we are proposing to invest just over 4.3 million in IT Capital Improvement Plan. This will replace at-risk aging infrastructure, increase cybersecurity, and reliability of critical county services, enhancing systems all across departments. Projects like these ensure the county is well-prepared for anything to come.
0: With more on ARPA funding for laptop management, here's County Council President Purnell Jones, Jr.
2: An additional IT project will help support, secure, and manage what is clearly an ever-growing mobile workforce. $75,000 is being proposed to expand the Department of IT's current laptop management and cybersecurity capabilities to support the county's mobile users. A request for bids is currently being developed.
0: With more on ARPA funding for cybersecurity, here's County Council President Pernell Jones, Jr.,
2: City and county governments have been prime targets for hack attacks. This is particularly dangerous because we have so much personal data. The county needs to be equipped with systems that will help keep county data and information safe and secure. The county proposes to invest an additional $53,000 to increase our cybersecurity response efforts. This investment is above and beyond the $4.3 million capital improvement plan and $75,000 laptop management projects that also include various cybersecurity efforts. These tools and systems will help protect from data breaches and increase efficiency in responding to cybersecurity events. Requests for bids for a security analysis tool and an intrusion monitoring system are currently in development
0: with more on arpa funding for prc remote testing here's county executive armand
1: Butish. we want and need to get good people into good well-paying jobs and as the county government we need to get good employees to provide the services needed by our residents the county personnel review commission or prc conducts the county's civil service testing required for many county positions. This testing historically takes place in person. This can be really difficult for people currently working or who live far away and in-person testing has slowed our hiring during COVID. Considering COVID safety protocols and to give options to job seekers, We're proposing to invest $75,000 into PRC remote testing and proctoring software. This technology will allow the PRC to conduct secure, online testing remotely to reach a broader range of applicants for county positions. It should significantly enhance our hiring process.
0: With more on ARPA funding for workforce, here's County Executive Armand Butish.
1: The development, retention, and attraction of talent is crucial to the success of our county. Talk to any business or organization and they'll tell you that finding qualified employees is critically important. Of course, building up our workforce, getting people jobs, especially focused on equity, reduces poverty and improves residents' lives. But it's even more important. Forbes ran an article with the headline, The Three Most Important Factors in Office Site Selection, Our Workforce, workforce, workforce. And the article goes on, available workforce in a given geography matters. It's all about the available pool of talent. And the Area Development publication states that labor is almost always the number one priority for every major site selection decision. Building a strong workforce plan to provide a pipeline of talent is a tremendous business attraction tool We have a strong base to build on already. About six years ago, the county convened a group of the county's workforce funders to enhance and coordinate workforce efforts for the region. The group created a program of sector partnerships and intermediaries and began with a focus on manufacturing led by Magnet and GCP. The Manufacturing Sector Partnership has placed 500 residents into manufacturing jobs. One program, Access to Manufacturing Careers, graduated over 100 county residents from underrepresented populations. Of those hired, over 50 were formerly incarcerated. And so far, there's been zero recidivism. This manufacturing sector partnership has been very successful. 500 people into manufacturing jobs is good, but it's not enough. The experts we've been working with believe that ramping up the existing program can increase the pipeline five times over to 2,500. That would be transformative. Couple that with creating 500 new manufacturing and STEM-related internships or co-ops for higher ed students at our local universities. Right now we lose too many of our promising students to other fields or locations, offering internships helps retain higher ed talent, since 80% of interns accept a full-time job if it's offered. And the county will join with our first ring suburban schools to connect thousands of students to manufacturing careers and other careers in the industries important to our county's success. This transformative plan builds on a similar initiative at CMSD schools and will enable all students from county schools to be prepared for careers. Many youth prepare for a career by going to college, but college is not for everyone. This new initiative is based on European models designed to prepare students for a job immediately upon high school graduation. Middle schoolers will be exposed to manufacturing and other sectors, and will learn about their own interests and skills. Then, as high schoolers, they'll be able to experience working in industries which align with their interests, including manufacturing, Through summer jobs, internships, and mentorships. The total cost to build this transformative new talent pipeline will be $9 million from county ARPA funds. But it's also expected to bring in another $9 million in matching funds. What we've presented today are sketches of a dozen initiatives designed to speed our recovery from the COVID crisis and to transform our future. More details will be presented as these initiatives are presented to council. As you can see, we have ambitious plans for our ARPA funds. We intend to rock and roll, to roll our county out of the pandemic crisis and rocket us into an exciting transformative future. So stay tuned, there'll be more in the coming weeks.
0: This is a special episode of Let's Talk Cuyahoga, You've just heard from Cuyahoga County Executive Armand Butish and members of County Council. Let's Talk Cuyahoga is a podcast that explores Cuyahoga County initiatives and the people who make them happen. Get notified about new episodes and announcements by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments or questions about this podcast or have a topic you'd like us to take on in a future episode, please email communications at cuyahogacounty.us. Let's Talk Cuyahoga.